You're listening to That's the Industry Podcast, episode number 31. Today, you're going to learn how one random act of kindness could change somebody's life forever. Here we go. You're listening to That's the Industry with Thomas Jordan. That's the Industry with Thomas Jordan. The podcast that takes you inside all the aspects of the entertainment industry. Directly from the people who are making it happen. And now, your host, Thomas Jordan. What's going on, everyone? Thomas Jordan here for another episode. Today, we are talking to producer, talent manager, and international speaker. He has been on this podcast before on episode five. I recommend you listen to that episode, then come back to this one. Brad Lambert, what's going on, brother? What's up, man? Thank you so much for having me. It's good to be back. It's good to hear from you. Before we jump in, can you tell everyone what a huge Bengals Ravens fan you are? Yeah, that's that's a negative. I'm from Pittsburgh and completely despise both those organizations, <laughs> including the Browns, which you did not mention. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was. Just, I didn't know to include all three. I was like, maybe it's just one or the other. But yeah, no. Yeah, we, well, the Browns, the Browns are like the redheaded stepchild of the division, so we we got to show them some love, you know. Yeah, well, I, I got relatives in Cleveland, so I'm sure they'd be thrilled to hear that. Actually, my aunt listens to this. She is going to hear that. So you're from Pittsburgh. Dogs, Steelers. Man. Yeah, right. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, just to kind of dive right in, um, you are super into, you know, social media, digital marketing and everything. And, you know, with all the social media uh Outlets out there, Instagram seems to be your go-to, and I couldn't help but notice a quote that is in your bio, and it says, lead with kindness. Why is that? It's the only way to go, man. I mean, we need to support others. We need to elevate others. We need to, we rise by lifting others, right? And that's what needs to be the focus, especially in this industry. Too many people go around stabbing people in the back and tearing people down thinking that's the way to be successful. But not only is is that going to hurt you in the long run, you're not going to achieve happiness that way. I promise you. You're going to feel real shit about yourself. Yeah, and it, that's the thing. And, and I feel like people who aren't in the entertainment industry, they see the glitz, they see the glam. But, sure. you know, I know you're out in Los Angeles. I was out there, too. And, you know, you're very it's it's no it's a very known thing that, you know, it's very cutthroat and yeah. people step over each other. And it's so weird because I feel like we all would have something in common or we could all rise together. But why do you think people choose to go the other route? Cause it's easier. Hmm. I mean, that's, it's, it's much easier to, to talk shit, stab somebody in the back, make a narrative that makes somebody else look bad. You know, it's easier to cheat <laughs> in that way than beat them straight up. Yeah. And it's, man, that was one of that just killed me. But I mean, there are nice people out there, but they're just hundred percent. Yeah. But it's just, would you say they're pretty hard to find? Yeah. hundred percent. It's, it's a very difficult business, a very tough industry as a whole, but yeah, I mean, of course there are good people out here, but I only choose to surround myself with good people. So that's, that's why I'm the happiest I've ever been. That's why I'm in a good place from a business and professional standpoint, and I'm grateful for that. But I get the most out of life serving others, helping others, and leading with kindness. 
What would you say are some tips on finding really good people? You just have to put yourself out there, man. I, I think you'll you'll run into people naturally. Um, obviously, social media is such a valuable asset and tool these days to connect with other people, whether it be via LinkedIn or TikTok or Instagram. Um, you can really connect with others and, and get a good vibe for people. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the kindest thing is the only way to go, man. I mean, I, I can't preach that enough um, because your reputation is everything. So if you come out here and start stabbing people in the back and doing things the wrong way, you might actually get some quick wins, but long-term you're going to be dead in the water. Something I noticed when I was out there and I feel like everybody kind of starts at a level playing field. And once an individual gets, I mean, we're talking a sprinkle of success or worked with somebody who is somebody, you would have thought that they are God's gift to the world. Yeah. I, well, ego, ego has a lot to do with that out here, man. I mean, it, it, it is tough, um, for some people to kind of come out here, experience the glitz and glam and the lights and the red carpets. And, and then they immediately kind of put themselves in a category of being famous and superstars, especially when you're dealing with like influencers. So, you know, I'm, I'm from Pittsburgh, I'm from a blue collar town and, coming out here, it, it's no difference of whether I'm working in the sports industry in Pittsburgh or I'm in LA working in Hollywood. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. I enjoy what I do. I love the the glitz and glam that come with it, uh, especially the experiences like the red carpets and the premieres. I'm just very lucky to get to go to, but it's, it's never from a, a place of ego. It, cause it, it can't be because if it is, then you're going to get shit on because I promise you there are so many other people in this industry who are far better and more accomplished than me because that's just the name of the game. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I always felt like it was a skill to kind of like, cause I feel like some people get burned a lot and then, sure. you know, they get stabbed in the back so many times that they almost become what they hated in the first place. No, that, I mean, that happens all the time, but once again, it's like, when you when you get burned you see how easy it was to get burned so then you feel like maybe i should just do it because it'll make my life easier but then you don't think about the consequences of those actions and that's where a lot of people truly get burned because they start doing that shit and it really hurts them long term because if you step on wrong toes out here man like you're going to be blacklisted and you do not want to be blacklisted in the entertainment industry. I couldn't agree with you more, man. To even just go further with just being kind, you recently had a really cool story go viral. Um, You've got to tell this story, man. Yeah, sure. So uh, about a year and a half ago or so, I spoke at North Carolina State University, Um, a wolf pack myself. So I uh, went back to my alma mater and, and spoke. Uh, which was a really cool experience. And I was kind of up on stage talking about providing whatever value you can to other people, regardless if something is promised in return. You know, once again, elevating others, helping others. That's how you build genuine relationships. That's how you build credibility and your reputation. So why wouldn't you want to do that? So um, that's kind of what I was talking about on stage. And shortly after that, I got a DM from one of the students who was there a few days later on Instagram and she was kind of like, Hey, you know, I heard what you said. I was wondering if you would be open to speaking with my friend. 
Um, he's studying to be a director. He's a three-time cancer survivor. And I think you guys would really get along. And I think he would learn a lot from you. So I, of course, was like, of, of course, I'll, you know, talk to your friend. Like, give me a break. So that was like such a cool experience. I, I connected with the kid. His name is Mateo, um, Twenty now 21 years old. He fought cancer three times in the first 10 years of his life. He was supposed to die each time. Uh, the kid is a true superhero, and uh, we really built an awesome relationship. He's one of my good friends to this day, and I became kind of like a mentor for him in, in the business sense and um, helped him, you know, get an internship out here in L.A., which was amazing. Um, but learning about his background and what got him through the darkest days of his life, it was his love for Marvel and specifically Spider-Man. So the Tobey Maguire films and, the, you know, the animated series on TV and the video games and really anything Spider-Man just brought him so much happiness in the darkest days of his life. And that's perspective, man. You know, we all complain about how our lives are difficult and, you know, something's going wrong and blah, blah, blah. But when you're fighting cancer three times in the first 10 years of your life and your life is far worse than most people ever experience and you find happiness with Spider-Man, that's a lesson in perspective to a lot of people. And didn't he get a few shout outs from some well-known people in the entertainment industry? Yeah. I mean, I, I got him kind of connected to, you know, the Marvel games team, but most importantly, you know, the internship that I was able to kind of get him in the door with was with Robert Downey Jr. So he spent the summer working with Robert and his incredible team at his production company and that was just an unbelievable experience for him. And then to follow that up, it was really cool because um, because he was in L.A., I was able to take that to the next level. So I, at the time, was working with Sony Pictures and Marvel Studios on the marketing campaign for Spider-Man Far From Home. And uh, knowing that this kid loved Spider-Man, I wanted to surprise him and take him to the Spider-Man Far From Home world premiere. So I connected with Sony and, and Marvel and I was able to, you know, get the necessary tickets for that event. And then for me, I could have just texted the kid and said, hey, you're going to the premiere. Uh, and I'm sure he would have loved that. But I wanted to make it a very special moment and experience for him. So I came up with this ridiculous event of, of him getting to see exclusive never before seen footage of Spider-Man Far From Home in which he was thrilled because as a fan, that was like the coolest thing ever. So I rented out this theater room. I had this epic fake trailer cut together, which was just repurposed footage from previous ones. And then, you know, he sat down and he watched it. And about halfway through, the trailer glitches out like it, it broke or lost connection. And then a video kind of interrupts and it's me. So mind you, I'm not in the room and now I'm on the screen. So he's totally confused at this point and I'm walking towards him and I'm like, what are you doing, man? I was like watching exclusive footage of Spider-Man Far From Home. I was like, look, the trailers look amazing and I cannot wait to see this movie, but we don't have time for this right now. I was like, I need you to go back to your apartment, put on that suit I told you to bring to LA because we're going to the premiere tonight. And he just lost his shit. It was the most genuine authentic beautiful just expression of happiness and joy the kid was screaming crying you know about crushed me with with the biggest hug ever 
he actually punched me in the gut out of excitement. Like he was just losing his shit, but it was just so cool to see. And when you saw his reaction, how did it make you feel? That's what it's about, man. No, no one asked me to do this for him. No one paid me to do this for him. I didn't get anything out of it. It wasn't an exchange of value. It was, I had the opportunity and the resources to bring this kid an experience of a lifetime. So I fucking did it. Like, and there is nothing better than that. When you're bringing happiness to others, you also bring happiness to yourself. And that's what a lot of people don't get. They want to see a monetary or a physical gain in return. But in reality, like even if you don't get either of those things in return, you will guarantee get happiness every single time. And that you, you can't put a price on that because seeing that kid and knowing what he went through and then seeing his reaction to the news that he was going and then spending you know the night with him at the premiere on the carpet at the after party, he was just like living his best life. And that was just me making a few calls, putting the time and effort into making that happen and creating that experience for him. You know, it wasn't crazy. We all have the ability to make a difference in a lot of people's lives, but we just choose not to because we're too busy, too ignorant, too arrogant to do so. How many people have, have you reached out to in your career, whether it could be 10 years ago or current, where you're like, hey, could you please like send out an intro email for me and just introduce me to this, this contact that you have? Or, hey, could you, could you, you know, introduce me to this person or open this door for me? You know, how many times? Probably a lot. And how many times did people just, one, not return to your calls or texts, said no, or made up some horseshit excuse? You know what I mean? It, it is, it's sad because those are so easy. I did this last night. I reached out to a friend of mine. I asked her if she would make an intro for me to one of her friend's relationships at a company. Next morning, woke up, the email was out the door quick intro. Like once again, those are the people I spend my time with. Good people who not only care about themselves, but the well-being of others. And that is who you need to be spending your time with because those are the people that will not only bring you happiness, but also make you better and it'll just make your life fulfilling being around good genuine people like that. And stick to them like glue. Like glue. You can never have too many of those. My circle is very small, man. I mean, you know that. We've known each other for a few years, and it's very small, and that's on purpose. I know a lot of people, but I'm close with very few. And I think we clicked uh, as well because, you know, we're both kind of East Coasters or whatever. and We have a lot in common, but I do appreciate you and your friendship. Right back at yeah, you. Yeah, buddy. Sweet bromance going on rush. <laughs> um, but uh, to get back to Mate- Mateo. Yeah, Mateo. Yep. Yeah. So what was his family's reaction? Uh, I mean, it was funny because I, I didn't tell his mom or dad. Um, that I was doing all this, but I did reach out to his sister and they're similar in age and they're like best, best friends. Um, so I reached out to Dominica, shout out to her. 
and I kind of asked her to kind of get some inside info on like Mateo's school schedule to make sure that he was even able to attend if I was able to make this happen. And she was awesome kind of figuring it out for me, very like under the radar. (laughs) So (laughs) it was, it was great to kind of include her and have her kind of help in that regard. And, um, but yeah, when, when his mom and dad found out, man, they were crying and just like, just profusely thanking me and it was is very gratifying man like i said we all have the capability and and whatnot to to bring these experiences and and just do nice things for other people and it doesn't have to be grand gestures like red carpet premieres in hollywood it could be as simple as you complimenting someone or just sending a text and saying hey you're amazing i think you're so talented you know just like the most basic of shit that we choose not to do for whatever reason you know, commenting on someone's photo on Instagram and just saying something nice when they they spent half hour editing and, and putting it up there. You know, it's like the little things that people just don't do. Do that. Start there and then work your way up to big things. But it's it's the world would be a much better place if more people cared about other people instead of just themselves. I agree with you 100 percent, man. And it's just amazing. I, uh, in a previous episode, I spoke to a uh, Hollywood agent who turned gong therapist. <laughs> nice. And uh, yeah, dude. And um, it's just amazing what a compliment can do. Because um, as you know, I wasn't in the best of headspace when I was in LA. And, you know, when I got back here to Atlanta, uh, I signed with an agency here. And I was still in that kind of frame. I was, you know, it was just the time I was in or whatever, but like before I knew who he was, he walked out of the agency. I'm sitting there like waiting for my agency interview yeah. and he goes, Hey man. And I remember cause I just wasn't paying attention, but at, a, at the time I didn't get his name. He was just kind of like a figure cause I just wasn't really paying attention. You know, I'm trying to focus on, you know, this interview or whatever. And, uh, he's like, Hey man, he's like, um, I know you don't know me. I don't know you, but today's my last day at the agency. And I just wanted to tell you, I wish you the best of luck. And I seriously hope you have the best of days. You'll never forget that. And he just left. You'll never forget that. Oh, no, I didn't. First of all, I never forgot that. And it always like stuck with me. And I've told the story before. And then a listener who is also represented by our agency was like, oh, my God, I know who that is and put us in touch. And like we talked about it in the interview. And it was just it's I don't think people realize it's just the smallest of things that can make the biggest of differences. And he even told a story about how he uh, was in the service industry and how he just complimented this woman without even thinking about it in her new, like he could tell that she just got like this new red dress and she like started crying because it was just like, you don't know what someone's going through, what that thing is. In this case, it was the dress and it would just like made her night, man. And it's the simplest of things. And I wish we could see more of it as opposed to like a lot of, a lot of gloom and doom. Yeah. And, and that's the main thing. It's, it's seeing the little details, you know what I mean? Like really paying attention. Someone changes their hair. They got new jewelry. They got new shoes. Like, you know, people want to be seen and they want to be heard. So when you show them that you not only see them, but you hear them too, that means the world. So why not take more interest in other people? 
why not give a shit yeah. about them and their lives and their well-being and their careers you know but people think like oh i i remember your name your your name is thomas jordan that that's all i need to care about that's bullshit yep like that's fucked you know like that's not the way to live life you and i talk all the time how's life how's work how's your relationships how's this that and the other like we genuinely care about each other that's why we're good friends but it's it's yep. kind of getting other people i i really want to spread that kindness and make kindness cool in that regard i mean we both follow gary v and he talks about it all the time but for whatever reason kindness has become such a negative weakness in i'm so glad you said that sorry you You know like people make kindness look like if you're kind you're a weak person but in reality you have the ultimate strength so I want mm-hmm. to impact the next generation, you know, the the 16 to 35 demo and really get them to understand that like kindness is so important and it's such a strength. Even if someone does you wrong, don't change. Maintain that course, that path that you're on of leading with kindness and positivity because there will be people who take advantage of it and screw you over. That's inevitable, but I promise you Everything else will work itself out, but that is, that's your biggest strength and the right people will come to you with that and you will be not only be successful, but you'll be happy because we, the world needs more of that right now. I'm so glad you said that earlier about, cause I was just thinking, and it's just so weird how kindness and being nice is like, <sighs> It's like, for one, it, like all you see on TV is gloom and doom. Yep. And then, like, I think you just don't see enough kindness because it just doesn't get the clicks, it doesn't get the ratings. But then you see some people doing nice things, but then it's almost like they're demonized because they're telling people what kind things they did for clout. That's what people 100%. think. I don't know. It is, I, I don't. I have I don't understand. Well, here's something too. Like, I never posted about the Mateo video and that experience when it happened, bro. Like, I never posted about it. I never said anything about it because that's not why I did it. Right? I just recently posted it because we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Everything's negative, like you just said, and I wanted to post it in hopes that it brought somebody a smile. And a ha- you know happiness, and hopefully inspired them to do the same, you know, in in whatever way they could, a random act of kindness and generosity to somebody else, you know. I think yeah, I think we should start a movement called the Random Act of Kindness. Yeah, no, I and and that's look, man, I'm work. I've been working on a project for about a year and a half now, and the heartbeat of that project is kindness. It is elevating people. It's bringing happiness to others who need it the most. And uh, I couldn't be more excited about it. it it's, it's my passion project right now. And I really think it'll make a, a difference in the world. Um, it'll be entertaining, but it also will be impactful. And that's what I'm going for. I was going to ask, is this, it almost sounds like this is like a full-time series you're kind of working on here. Yeah, maybe so. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it's definitely something that, has you know has my blueprint all over it in a way where how I was raised you know the morals and and the character if you will of how I kind of 
grew into who I am today and the experiences that I've had and, and the things that have happened and that that's what the show is kind of built on and, and all about kindness and happiness and just kind of all everyone coming together collectively to just make people happy and make the world a better place. I feel like being nice, believe it or not, could almost like a something like that, like what you did, could almost be an addictive feeling. It is. It a hundred percent is. And I, I try to do it as much as I can because once again, if you have the opportunity to do something nice for somebody else, even if you just did it seventeen times the day before, why would you hesitate? Because I guarantee you you're gonna have a bad day. And when you're having a bad day, I bet your ass you're going to want somebody else to do that for you. Have you ever seen the video that circled around? Or I saw it a long time ago. It was a video and it was just, it was a short thing. Like if you are having like the worst day ever, like you just can't get out of your funk, just call a random person and express to them how much they mean to you. 100%. And honestly, I do that all the time. I'm constantly calling friends, colleagues, the people I'm closest to, people who've helped me in any way, shape, or form, open doors for me. You know, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for my friends and family, you know? And I call and tell them that all the time. Thank you. I appreciate you. Out of the blue, I'll send texts to people where I'm just like, I appreciate you. That's it. I appreciate you. Three words. Send. It's that easy, my friend. It is. And it's so <laughs> it's so funny we're kind of having this conversation. I did not pick this topic for what happened to me today. I've kind of had a weird day myself as I was kind of telling you, but I did my random act of kindness coincidentally today. I love it. Yeah, so get this, man. I'm not making this up. I'm turning down a road and no joke, there is a truck that's, it's a flatbed truck. He'd obviously went to Home Depot or Lowe's, got himself some lumber, like it was a lot. Yeah. Takes the turn too fast. Lumber goes all over the road. Oh, no. And people are just like honking and like driving, like, because it's a turn, they're like driving over the curb yeah. and it kind of like stopped traffic or whatever. And I was like, is somebody gonna like he obviously needed help so i literally i'm not kidding like i pulled off and i was like bro do you need help and he's like oh man i i I can't i'm so sorry i'm like dude don't apologize man let's get this stuff off the road and like people are still driving by us so i was almost thinking hey maybe if i help this guy like there's obviously a lot of wood here uh somebody else would be like hey man do you like almost like band together but unfortunately no one did whatever but like we're sitting there just piece by piece i'm not even kidding like we're just loading loading his truck back up and he's like oh my god he like he kept saying thank you and and i was like "Ah, don't worry about it man and he's just like no seriously he's like here's some money and i'm like dude i'm not i'm not keep your money man and he's just like like he almost couldn't the expression on his face is like he couldn't believe it. Like, I'm not even kidding. He was just sure. so, he's just like, oh, man. And then he's like, God bless you, man. Guys, something good's going to happen to you today. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, man, that's cool. Like, you just, you know. That's amazing. And then just drew, yeah. But, dude, it's. Let me ask it you felt, this, though. How, how did that make you feel? Oh, man, I already had the feeling before I even 
got out of the car. Like I, I, it made me feel so good. And like, I've to, like I said, it's weird. We're talking about this. I've always wanted to start some kind of trend movement challenge to try to like inspire people just to do one nice thing a day, something, whether it's a compliment, whether it's holding a door for somebody kind of like we were just talking about, but, but I saw my moment. Yep. And to be honest, I wasn't even thinking like I did. That's just how I'm wired. As soon as it went down and I saw like the distress in his face, it's just, you want to help that person. That's it. And like I said, I was hoping for more people to see, but it's like, whatever, man, but we got it done. We got the road cleaned out and I just drove off, but it's amazing. Dude, that's, that's why I'm glad you're, bro. Oh man. I don't, it's just me being me, man. Let me me interject with this. Stan Lee, the living legend, rest in peace. One of his best quotes ever reads as such. That person who helps others simply because it should or must be done and because it is the right thing to do is indeed, without a doubt, a real superhero. Bro, I just got chills, dude. How did you... Dropping some heaters, my friend. That's the legendary Stan Lee, man. And that's, you know... He, he's a legend for creating the best <laughs> heroes of our time. And, uh, you know, he understands what it's all about. It's not about necessarily having superpowers or powers in general. It's all about being in service of others. And if you want real, true happiness in life, you got to serve others, man. Be of service. That's, dude, that's deep stuff, man. And how, like, how do we get more people on board, man? She's got to start. That that's that's the reality. Uh, people people have to start. They gotta step out of their comfort zone. They gotta get over themselves, and they just have to start doing this stuff. It's it's not hard. It's just kind of training your mind and, and your routine of you know you know what I'm gonna just do this. Get in a routine of texting people and saying you appreciate them, or getting in a routine of you know, helping people out on a daily basis, like you said, it's, it's, it's not hard. It's really not. You just honestly have to care enough to fucking do it. Yeah. And be your own superhero. That's it. Period. Who's your superhero? Oh man. Uh, it's gotta, gotta be my mom. Hands down. I, I would not be who I am or what I am or where I am if it wasn't for my mom. Um, but you know, I'm very lucky to have, just incredible people in general in my family. And, you know, it's, uh, it's a big part of who I am and, um, I'm grateful for it. And, man, yeah, it's just such good stuff, man. And did she, and I, I already know the answer to this, but, um, how do you show your gratitude towards her? Dude, I, I talked to my mom like 15 times a day and I'm not even exaggerating. (laughs) Like I, she's, she's probably like, dude, like enough, but like, no, I, I call her, I ask how she's doing. Um, it, it's just a, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you. It's a, it's a constant, you know, communication. I think that's, you know, unfortunately she doesn't live in LA, so I have to do what I can from afar. 
you know, and that's FaceTimes, it's calls, it's texts, it's whatever, sending flowers, like whatever I can do to show her that I love and appreciate her, I do that. My grandparents, who are so important to me, they live in Pittsburgh, um, so I call them on a daily basis. I mean, at the end of the day, man, we don't know how much time we have on this earth, so you might not have tomorrow, not trying to be grim, but like make the most of what you do have, you know, say what Nate say what needs to be said, do what you need to do, but just don't take things for granted, bro. You know what I mean? And that's, that's why it's so important to just make the most of the hours and minutes that you have and, and lead with kindness because, you know, just make the most of your life and, and impact others in the best possible way. And how do you think kindness, uh, affects one's mindset? Uh, like, you know me, dude. Like, I'm one of the most positive, motivational, inspirational, like, <laughs> driven <laughs> driven guys you've ever probably met in your life. But uh, it's, it's all positivity, man. It's all happiness. It's positivity. It's upbeat. It's exciting. It's high energy. Um, and I think for a lot of people who are unhappy, I challenge them to lead with kindness and be in service for others. And watch how quickly your mood changes. Because once again, when you see someone else is happy and you're the direct cause of that, you become happy, right? Kindness is a viral thing. So when you see someone else be kind, you want to go out and be kind because you saw the result of that act of kindness. No, dude, I'm just sitting here shaking my head. I completely agree with you. And it's interesting because we both are followers or uh, of Gary V and people who don't know who that is just super. I know he hates being called motivational, but he is. He's an icon. Um, yeah. So uh, big entrepreneur uh, and master of marketing, I would say. Yeah. And it's just crazy that some people don't know who he is, but I know that, you know, he can't be, he can spend all the money on the ads he wants. It's just, you know, it's not impossible to reach highly, everybody. I highly uh, recommend anyone who is not in tune with Gary V to check him out on every social media platform. Uh, deep dive on his YouTube content. The man has put out so much information, so much good stuff to impact your personal life as well as business, and everything's free. Like he's just out there preaching the gospel and, and trying to bring as much value as he can to other people. And, you know, he was a guy that I wanted to work with and, and have in my life. And funny enough, uh, Thomas, last time we sat down, we, we talked about this. Yes, we did. I told you, I said my goal for at the time was what we, we filmed in what 2019, right? Or twenty no yeah something like no it was end of I think twenty eighteen yeah so we we shot in twenty eighteen and I said in twenty nineteen I'm gonna connect and work with Gary and that happened last summer I worked with Gary I worked with AJ his brother um, who is just a genius himself on the business side and just an incredible human being I worked with both of them on the Vayner Sports arm if you will of gary's business we did the sb's weekend here in la last year and ever since then i've been in and around the vayner ecosystem i'm grateful to call a lot of people over there at vayner friends who are just all genuine incredible people 
um, who all lead with kindness and, and are basically Gary in that way. Um, so there's no surprise that they, they work there and everybody gets along so well. And then most recently, uh, Gary actually hit me up directly with, with D rock and Tyler who were on his team. Uh, we FaceTimed and we talked about the all in challenge with, which is what Gary worked on at the start of the pandemic to raise money to help feed the hungry. So he raised like $70 million, got the biggest names in entertainment involved. And uh, I was happy to help and bring whatever value I could to the cause. So I brought Chris Hemsworth, the Russo brothers and the Pittsburgh Steelers to the all in challenge, which was an awesome experience to just once again, work with Gary and his great team. And uh, I just love those guys. They're good people. And I'm grateful to call them friends and uh, just, manifest manifesting everything we kind of talked about bro uh when we sat down and had our last chat and uh you know those are the guys that i want to surround myself with good people uh and people who i just admire and who inspire me and uh gary v has been that guy for geez probably seven plus years man since the beginning would you say that was a surreal moment when you guys were all on FaceTime together? Yeah, I mean, uh, I knew Gary. I spoke to Gary prior to that, but we don't have many one-on-one conversations. So he very much called me out of the blue. Um, so I didn't even have the number saved to my phone. It was like one of those kind of like, who is this? And then you kind of answer the phone and you know, holy shit. What's up, Gary? You know, so that, that's, that's what it's all about, man. I live for those moments of like, you know, just working with people I admire and who inspire me. You know, it's not a, a fan, fan boy, fan girl kind of scenario. It's all respect. It's all business. And it's all about building a, a bigger and better relationship. And I hope to continue to collaborate with, with every aspect of the Vayner world from Vayner media to Vayner sports, Vayner talent, Vayner gaming. Um, I mean, there's so much to be done, Vayner productions. Um, so, you know, working on a few things now, which I hope everything comes together and, you know, maybe good things announced here shortly, but, uh, I'm just doing whatever I can to add value in that space. And, you know, chase my passions at the same time. I was going to say, I know we're kind of tiptoeing around it a little bit. And I, I, I know, I know, <laughs> but uh, I was going to say, you called your shot with Gary in 2018. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you might be calling another shot sometime soon. Just saying. Yeah. You know, man, I'm, I'm trying new things. I'm branching <laughs> out my business. I'm stepping into new areas of, of Hollywood and the entertainment industry that I haven't really explored before. Um, very similar in, in what I do, just different aspects of the business. So a lot of really exciting things hopefully to come in that regard. But at the end of the day, man, it's it's just a passion thing. I love helping others. That's why if you look at those three things that you named in the beginning of this, this episode, it was producer, talent manager, and speaker, right? A producer yep. serves everybody on set, the director, the talent, the crew, that is the job of a producer. Whatever needs to be done, it's the producer's job to get done and serve and help others to make the project happen, right? Service. Talent manager, your job is to serve others. Your job is to elevate your clients, get them gigs, build their brands, help them achieve their goals and achieve happiness at the same time. Service. Speaker, your job is to speak on a specific subject, a niche, a genre, a story, 
whatever, but in hopes that it brings value to others. You are serving others. So every aspect of what I do, even consulting, you are serving others. So that, I mean, that hit me about two weeks ago where I literally took a step back and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Everything I do is is built in and around service because to be fully transparent, man, I love seeing others happy. It is it is something that I grew up with. I love bringing happiness to others. I love seeing other people happy, you know, and in that aspect of my life, that's what I've built my career and my life around. You know, I want to bring happiness to others. I want to see other people succeed. I'm not worried about, oh my God, what about me? Like, you know, the whole point of all these things that I do is about winning together, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much gratification and, and fulfillment in that life of service and I'm doing what I love. And my life is by no means easy. I'm stressed out of my mind and which is probably why I'm going gray, but it's it's the most fulfilling and the happy happiest life I've had so far and the journey has been amazing and I'm so grateful, but it's all about just adding value and serving others, man. I mean, if you're, if your goal is to grow and have genuine authentic relationships with other people, lead with value and lead with kindness instead of leading with your hands out, asking for something and watch how everything changes. You're preaching brother. And first don't dude, don't be hating on the salt and pepper. I got some too, man. <laughs> oh, I'm, look, I'm not hating on it. It's just what is right. I can't do anything yeah. about it. It is what it is. So for me, it's, it's, I've embraced it. You know, the, you know, I've been, I've been lucky. Some of my, my girlfriends are like, Oh, you know, the silver Fox. And I'm like, you know, if you guys like it, that's fine. You know, <laughs> that's all that matters. Thanks for the compliment. <laughs> And dude, you mentioned, uh, because I know you're in, you know, the film TV world and you met, you mentioned kind of pivoting a little yeah. bit into uncharted waters. Yeah. Um, what's that like for you? Because I know that, you know, the digital marketing space, you know, the film space, uh-huh. you know, the TV space. And like I said, uncharted waters can be a, uh, quite the experience. Look, man, uh, the one thing I can say about me a hundred percent is I'm fearless, good or bad. I'm fearless. I will swing for the fence in every aspect of my life from a business opportunity to asking out a girl who I may have zero chance with. Like, I just don't care. I'm going to go after what I want, you know? And if I fail, quote unquote, I learn. I don't lose, right? So the mm-hmm. uncharted waters, if you will, is so exciting to me. It is, it's riveting because there's so much that's unknown about it that I get to learn. And when, you're, when you learn, you're getting better and you're bringing more value and you're, you're bringing more versatility to the table. So that's just going to make me more valuable and more dangerous in a good way of learning more about the industry. I want to understand how the whole industry works, how the whole machine works, if you will. So to do that, Mm -hmm. I need to understand how all these pieces individually work. So if I'm able to build my brand in and around all these different aspects of the industry, man, that that's where the real growth and success comes from because you don't miss opportunities because you're surrounded by opportunities, 
when you pigeonhole yourself into one particular niche, you may be very successful in that niche, but you're also limiting yourself, right? I never want to do that, you know? So for me, going into, you know, music or whatever else I'm trying to get involved in from a business standpoint and a management standpoint, I'm so excited. Like it is, it's not something I'm even remotely scared about. It's all excitement. I can't wait for the challenge. I've been reading books, listening to podcasts, self-educating, like watching documentaries, like whatever I can do to get better. I'm all for it because like everything overlaps. You know what I mean? Like look at what, you know, a guy we really respect, Scooter Braun, right? Who's Justin Bieber's manager. Yeah, so he started out in music and now he's branched out and is a mogul and he's in film, he's in TV, he's in stocks he i mean he, he does whatever he wants he's a, a a vc of sorts like investor he he does everything he wants to do now but he started off in one space and continued to grow and branch out and branch out and create further and more opportunities for himself and now like it'd be hard to find someone who doesn't know his name you know so that's a guy i've always admired and respected and that's also a guy i mentioned in our last conversation of who i was gonna you know connect with and honestly man I'm, I'm in the ecosystem we we haven't shook hands yet but i'd like to think that's that's uh, imminent um so i'm once hopefully corona and everything kind of gets back to normal and is safe hopefully that comes sooner rather than later but you know if you put yourself out there and you do good work and you do things the right way and you're good to others you know you have the opportunities to work with guys like scooter and gary and robert Downey jr and guys like that so it's it's uh I'm grateful for this life and I just want to inspire and help others the best I can. But because we, we can all win, we can all win. There's enough food at the table for everybody. And I really hate the stigma behind the entertainment industry that it's such a savage negative place. I don't want that. You know, I, I don't want that at all. So I'm doing whatever I can to change that stigma and, and change that, uh, description of the industry to hopefully make it a more inclusive, diverse, supportive, happier place. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. And I'm right behind you, man. But, and you did call your shot with Gary and I know you said something about scooter, but if you had to call your shot again, yeah. right here in 2020 COVID, yeah. no COVID, whatever, if you're going to call your shot with scooter, what would it be? Uh, I just, I want to connect with him, uh, whether it's over FaceTime you know, a phone call or in person, I'd obviously prefer to sit down and have lunch with them and, and truly chop it up. But, you know, that'll come with time. Um, but, you know, right now our focus is Corona and hopefully that passes, but I would love to connect with Scooter. And I just, I want to continue to grow, man. I want to grow in regards to my abilities, my knowledge, um, you know, and, and just grow my, my relationships that I have, you know, as, as I build my brand, I want to continue to be around people who I admire, who inspire me, you know, people who I haven't connected with, you know, like Scooter and several others who I really want to meet and connect with, you know, as of late, I've really been lucky to connect with guys like Jim Quick and Tom Bilyeu and Lewis Howes and Jay Shetty you know, guys in the industry who are known as, as pioneers and icons for positivity and motivation and impact. Um, and they're all geniuses in their own ways. And it's, uh, I'm grateful to have them in my life. And, you know, I just want to continue to branch out and surround myself with people like that because, 
you know, you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with, why not swing for the fucking fence and surround yourself with true pioneers and icons in the business who are kicking ass both professionally and personally, you know? And that's that's what I strive for because that'll not only make you better as a person, but also as a professional. And it'll bring you immense happiness in the process. So my job moving forward is to just provide whatever value I can in and around those areas and in and around those people so I can continue to do that. And once again, if you're if you're known for a person who is always providing value and helping others and, and delivering, you will get the phone call nine times out of ten, right? No matter what it is. Mm. So think about that. Like if you're out there and you're listening, that should be your goal. How can I provide value? Look at a situation, analyze it. If you see an opportunity, don't hesitate. Go get it that second. Don't wait. I just did that a week ago. I saw an opportunity. I literally moved on it a second later, and now I'm working on something pretty freaking incredible. But I didn't hesitate. My gut was screaming at me, go, go, go. And that's I moved immediately on it. And it's very similar. I'm providing value and helping any way I can, and that's the name of the game. So if, if you see an opportunity, don't hesitate. Go out and get it. You know, And whatever the job is, big or small, deliver. Do it. Put your ego aside and just get it done. If you had one question for Scooter, because I know you want to connect with him, what would it be? Ooh, like are we talking like life question? Are we talking just in general like – you know, his assistant calls you and is like, Brad, I love what you do, man. He literally has time for one question. What's it going to be? How can we collaborate? There you go. And you mentioned what can I being do for fearless. you? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like you said, bringing value yeah. to the table. What can I do for you? man? Um, you mentioned earlier about being fearless. Yep. How does one become fearless? I, this is a, it's a personal journey. I mean, I, I was not always this way. I think everybody has fluctuations in confidence and self-belief. Um, but it, there's a difference between cocky and confident. Um, there have been many times in my life where people said I was cocky. Um, and I'm certainly not going for that. And I don't necessarily agree um, because cocky people are generally assholes. And that's definitely something I'm not. So um, – Confidence is what everyone should strive for, and that's pure self-belief and, and believing in yourself, who you are, what you are, and what you bring to the table. So make sure you are on the confident side and not the cocky side. And the way you do that is each and every day. You, If you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will, right? So that needs to be your goal. You need to carry that confidence you know, I'm not saying fake it till you make it, but also like when I go around town and I say I'm a producer, I'm a fucking producer. But am I Kevin Feige producer? No. Right? That's mm-hmm. but I have to carry myself. Like he would want to work with me. I have to look the part, sound the part, and be the part. I can't go around, you know with no confidence like hey mr feige do you do you want to work together like no man like you gotta own it you gotta believe in yourself like no matter what kevin feige throws at me even if i don't know how to do it i'm gonna figure it out confidence you know and if for whatever reason i can't do it i'm gonna find someone who can 
so we can win together, right? But it, it's just yep. a day in and day out process of believing in yourself, literally telling yourself, like, you got this. Like, I, I firmly believe, like, you can go out and make whatever you want happen. You know, I, I just recently watched the David Geffen documentary, which is I highly recommend to anyone who wants to get into entertainment or music specifically. And it was fascinating. Geffen's a legend. But this one quote that he said was so profound and powerful. And he said, we are the inventors of ourselves. We are figments of our own imagination. And some people have a bigger capacity to imagine than others. Meaning, some people imagine bigger, greater things than other people. And those are the people that achieve those bigger and greater things. And you have to have that mindset of like, you know, this idea sounds insane, but I'm going to make it happen because I want it, you know? And that's, that's what you have to, you have to have that belief in yourself that like nothing is too big or too impossible. Like you have to set the foundation, you have to do the work, you have to do it the right way. But if you do that, man, like, you know, calling your shots, you know, like setting big goals and working towards them and, you know. Gary V, Scooter Braun, like if you told me I would have the opportunity to work with Robert Downey Jr., I honestly would say, yeah, I could see that happening. But like in reality, like I would have been like, wow, like that's crazy, right? But my belief in mm -hmm. myself, like, yeah, I'll I'll do whatever whatever value I could bring to him and his team and, and whatever he's doing, I'm going to do it. But like that's the mindset you have to have. You, you can't think like, oh, there's no way that Robert's going to want to work with me. Or there's no way his company is going to want to work with me. What do I have to bring to the table? Those are the people that don't get to achieve their dreams because they don't believe in themselves. Because I promise and they're... If, if you're entering a conversation with the other side and they're talking to you and you sound like you don't believe in yourself, I promise you they're, they're not going to believe in you at all. Yeah, and I love that quote as far as I I think I was watching um there's a show on ESPN called Undrafted. The yeah. guy the guy said something very similar. He was like, Yeah, if, if you don't believe in yourself, who is? Yeah, hundred percent. And I was just like, Oh, that's a good one. And even what you're talking about too is like living outside your comfort zone. Yep. It's like you hear so many people say it, but it's like I used to get annoyed by it because it's like, oh God, these guys are just regurgitating the same thing. But it's at some point, and Gary does this too because he repeats himself a lot, at some point it's going to stick. Yep. It's like what you talked about, like living outside your comfort zone, which is like, oh yeah, I can do that. But that is actually a very, very difficult thing to do. To, li to truly live outside your comfort zone is scary. <laughs> I mean, but it's good. That's how you grow. And you also may, uh, mentioned failing forward. Yep. Like that is, that has recently hit home to me. I've heard it so many times, yeah. but then it just clicked. And I was just like, cause when people fail at something, it's like, God, you would have, they just, people just beat themselves up and say the most heinous negative yeah. stuff about themselves. But it's actually a great thing in hindsight. It's 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 you have to challenge yourself in life. You have to because if you don't put yourself in situations where you're not comfortable or you're not challenging yourself or you're putting yourself in situations where you have no idea what you're doing, you're not going to grow. 
you know, if things are easy, you're not challenging yourself hard enough. Like I didn't go to USC film school. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have the traditional background to work in Hollywood or the entertainment industry at all, but I did it my own way. I created my own path. And that's, that's how, how everybody has to look at it. Like the traditional route for anything today is dead. Like nothing is really stopping you from doing what you want to do within reason, right? As much as you want to fly jumping off a building, it's not going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, if you want to, if you want to be president, by all means, like do what you need to do, get the necessary experience, make it happen. If you want to be a doctor, get the necessary experience, make it happen. If you want to, like, one of the the coolest stories I have is, like, I wanted to work for Disney. I wanted to work for Marvel. I wanted to do the marketing campaigns for these movies that I just adore, you know? And I probably went out for two or three jobs, and I came in second place each time. I was always the runner-up, and it never happened. And it crushed me. And instead of just giving up, I created my own path and I ended up working on the marketing campaign in collaboration with Disney Marvel Studios for Avengers Endgame, the biggest movie of all time. And we kind of talked about this yesterday. Um, the only person in the way of what you want to achieve is you. Yeah, 100%. And that's that's a perfect example. You know, I could have just sat back and given up on my dream to to work with Disney and Marvel on a, on their campaign for one of their films. But I, I put a package together. I put a strategy together. I brought the necessary value to the table to, to make that dream come alive, you know? And, and that was one of the most gratifying, coolest experiences I've ever had to be a part of that, to, to put it together, to get the deal done, to, to work collectively with just icons in the industry, like Asadiyaz at Disney and, you know, just good people over there. And, you know, it's been amazing to collaborate with all these studios on different releases, you know, working with Sony on the release of Spider-Man Far From Home. Like Mateo, I love Spider-Man. I grew up with the animated series, as most people our age did, you know. And that that series, like that character is one of my favorite superheroes. So to be able to work on that campaign and get deals done and, and work on the strategy and the content and, and put that together. Like that's the most fulfilling thing ever. You know, it's just awesome. But once again, I didn't get jobs at Disney or Marvel. I failed quote unquote. Right. But I didn't give up. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the biggest story of all is like, I could have, I could have quit, but I didn't. And I kept moving forward. I kept laying the foundation, learning, growing to the point where it worked out. And it just happened to work out on the biggest movie of all time. And that's something that will always be with me. Always. And you know what? In in honor of working on that campaign and being part of that release, I got a tattoo on my forearm. It says, whatever it takes. And that's a quote from Endgame. And the A in takes is the Avengers A. And call it nerdy, call it whatever you want. But that's my mantra in life. Whatever it fucking takes, get it done. And that, True that, man. that quote will always be with me in that regard, you know? So huge moment in the film, whatever it takes, they have to bring everybody back and they have to save the universe. And they, uh, they certainly did that. And Tony certainly did that by sacrificing himself. RIP Tony Stark. But, um, you know, 
whatever it takes. And that needs to be your mentality and whatever it is you want to do. Because if you do that, if you put the time and effort in, it may not be immediate, but it will happen. And if it doesn't happen, like it didn't happen for me, like the route I thought it would take with working directly with Marvel and Disney as a, as an employee pivot and try a different angle. Like I did be independent, be a contractor, be a consultant, whatever. There are so many options, so many, so many ways to bring value to a situation. You know, your goal may be to be a professional athlete because you love the game of football and you want to work on it as a professional, but it might not be in the cards for you to be a player, but guess what? It might be in the cards for you to be a coach or a trainer where you can still get that buzz of working in the NFL and working for a professional football team. It may not be exactly what you want or the route you thought it would take, but guess what? You're still living your dream, which is working in the NFL. But a lot of people just have that one track mindset of this is what I want. This is the route I'm going to take. And when it doesn't happen, my life's over. Can't do that. Yeah. That I feel, yeah, I feel like that's an, uh, a very old school way of thinking, but 100%. it is trickled down into, you know, what a lot of people think today. And, uh, man, I could talk about this stuff forever and I know you could too. And normally I end the podcast with asking, you know, if somebody was going to come, you know, and ask you advice to be, you know, in digital marketing or be in the film industry or the entertainment industry, what would you say? Um, but instead I kind of want you to close it out, man. If you had to say, yeah, if you had to say something about kindness in the entertainment industry or in the industry, what would you say? What do you want to leave us? I would just say, look, if if you're not happy right now in your life, like even a little bit, start being of service to others more than you currently are. Big or small, just serve, help, assist, elevate others and watch how quickly your life changes. Not only will you be happier, but you'll be impacting someone's life in a positive way, making them happier, maybe changing their course of their life from a career standpoint as well, which, holy shit, why wouldn't you want to do that and help somebody out, right? Lead with kindness, lead with value. It'll impact your relationships with other people, your reputation, and your own personal happiness and growth. That, I mean, where's the loss there? Tell me. I don't see it. Try it. Be consistent with it and watch how your life changes because I promise you it will change in a positive way. Oh, yeah, man. Love it. All right, dude. Where can people find you online? Uh, My main platform is Instagram. You can find me at Brad R. Lambert. So there is an R as in Robert between Brad Lambert. Yeah, don't forget that R. R. Yeah, somebody else took Brad Lambert, so we're working with what we got here. (laughs) And I'll put that, um, all your contact info and your website and your Instagram, everything in the uh, description below, man. Well, dude, once again, thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate it. Nah, man, this was great. Uh, Look forward to kind of jumping back on next year and uh, having more updates because I've enjoyed kind of cutting back to these episodes and and seeing how far we've both come. All right, that does it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And I would love your help. This podcast is brand new, so I need all the help I can get. If you would, just subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star rating. I really, really would appreciate it. And last but not least, I got a little something for you. 
For the last 10 years, I have been writing, shooting, producing, editing my own video to get my dream job as an entertainment reporter in Los Angeles interviewing the stars. Now, that might not be your dream, but if you are in this industry and you are in this field, you are going to need to learn how to write, shoot, and edit, produce your own content. And now I want to personally train you on these skills so you can create your own journey and make money while doing so. So what I want you to do now is log on to Facebook and request to be in my private Facebook group, On Camera Professionals. Once again, it is called On Camera Professionals. But wait, Thomas, I really like your stuff. I really want to learn from you, but I don't want to be on camera. Don't worry. I got you covered. In this group, I'm going to be doing a live training, so that means live tips and tricks. I'm going to do giveaways, freebies, and I'm also going to do personalized training. So once again, log on to Facebook and type in On Camera Professionals, and I'll see you there.